110 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan on the football field. We don't want to coach average. We do want to win because winning is the epitome of team effort. Every coach who ever put a whistle around their neck strives to be the head coach at The Ohio State University. Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Buckeye Bar Guys on Buckeye Bar Talk. I'm Mike. And I'm John. Um, Big show tonight. Um, We had a crappy uh no buckeye saturday yesterday as uh as we called our bs bye week as uh of course the terps uh they canceled on us they backed out of the game so uh we'll be getting into that um a little bit to talk about the game um to talk about the cancellation um so we decided we're going to use this since there's no maryland review we're also going to use this episode this week's episode to just kind of talk about uh you know what's going on possible playoff scenarios um the good and the bad and the ugly of the big 10 and, and there is some ugly yeah, in the big 10 there's a ugly where we didn't expect there to be ugly um so um so that's kind of kind of uh how you put it earlier though when we were t- discussing this episode it's kind of doing our mid-season little crash course yeah a little recap on what we've seen so far and kind of what maybe what we are going to see Still, we'll see if we have enough time for that. Yeah. So, um, how you doing tonight, John? I'm I'm good. Outside of um, with the Terrapins canceling the game this weekend, I've actually I've missed on almost all of my predictions <laughs> for Ohio State that yeah. I said were going to happen this year. Um, so I said they were going to play all the games. Of course, they didn't. So I got I'm riding Justin Fields' completion percentage <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, which I mean, <laughs> I'm well ahead on that one. There's a good chance that we're going to, you're going to get that one. I mean, he's, uh, he's looked phenomenal. Um, so yeah, today, this weekend, because you know, there was a kind of a, I mean, today was kind of a crappy day. Today was definitely, uh, you know, today's Sunday it was definitely an indoor day. Uh, yeah. I mean, we nasty rainstorms. Stay inside. Hopefully you had some chili or something wind, to eat. Windstorms. Uh, so Watch some watch some college football yesterday. Uh, watch the pros today. Um, got to watch the Browns. Had a ugly, but they won game. Um, so. Yeah, that offense has gone stagnant on them. Yeah. Um, and then um, watched a little bit of the Masters. Uh, Dustin Johnson. Uh, he had a a very big win, convincing win. Uh, he just dominated the tournament. So uh, weird having the Masters in November. You're used to having that in April when uh, you got March Madness over. Major League Baseball's just starting. You know the NBA and the NHL are early in the playoffs. So that's right. kind of it's that's always like a really good weekend to have the Masters. Um, but so it was kind of weird to try to you know get some eyeballs on the masters plus watch football. So yeah. Yeah. I know tiger had a rough day. I always root for tiger. I mean, I know he had all the, you know, scandal years ago, but I, he was always my favorite golfer growing up. So he's the reason why I think he's the reason why most of us, especially people our age, why, you know, we got into watch. I mean, I'm not a, I don't golf because I mean, we're horrible at it. You know, I've almost been thrown off a course before for uh, just being bad, just taking up too much time <laughs> and then getting smart with the Ranger when uh, he told me to yeah. move it along. No, that's yeah. I'm terrible at it too. Golf is, I, I mean, during football season, that's not really the time you want golf. Golf is a good like hangover sport, especially that championship round. So, you know, you've gone out, you did, what you had to do on Saturday, maybe not feeling your best. You just kind of sit there on the couch, your recliner, watch golf all day, 
pass out here and there, yeah. you know, wake up. It's still going to be going on, but yeah, yeah, not so much during football season, though. All right. So uh, to get into the show tonight, um, so we're going to talk a little bit about um, so the game that we should have had yesterday against the Maryland Terrapins. Um, of course, they had COVID concerns um, from what it seems like from earlier in the week. They had eight players um, test positive on the antigen test. So that's the first test. You know, you're supposed to be taking these PCR tests, which are the more accurate of the two tests, the uh, confirm it. And um, it seems like they decided not to take those. They just decided to shut down the program for a week. So um, kind of sucks. You know, I, especially after the Big Ten made the rulings that there's no you know, forfeits or anything like that. The games are just going to be canceled. And I'm sorry if you're not going to follow the procedures. I mean, that should right. count as a victory. For that's a, that's a forfeit. It's the same thing that happened with Wisconsin. If you're not shut down by the league, yeah, you should have to forfeit that game. So I actually thought of this, though, because I know that they didn't take those PCR tests. If they decide to take those, let's say today or tomorrow, I mean, and they come back that they are negative. Are those guys all allowed to play now? I think they have to take take them in a reasonable period because I've heard because Loxley was saying the other day that, you know, they're still preparing to play next week. But yeah. everything I've heard that these eight guys are out for three games. So, like, you know, that was their choice. And, you know, I think you have to literally you have to take it within a 24 hour period. I think, the you know, I don't that's. Yeah, I mean, that that was my one question is, can they turn around now and the, the shows that they had false positives and they can say, oh, well, these guys can play now. And I mean, because then they really should have counted as a forfeit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm assuming that they would have to take them in a reasonable period. But I mean, who knows? It is the Big Ten. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that detail was overlooked. And uh, <laughs> so my conspiracy theory on this one is that. Um, Maryland's like this darling now because of Talia Tongavaloa. I said that wrong, but close. And um, Mike Loxley doesn't want recruits to know that they're the same old Maryland and going to get stomped by Ohio State. Yeah. So they decided to take this week off. So you guys take that for what you will. If you guys, you know, say I wear a tinfoil hat, that's fine. But they're, I don't know. It, it just, it's fishy. I mean, Illinois played a game missing like 13 people yeah. earlier in the year. I don't uh, get it. My my conspiracy theory on this is that we had a program that really wanted to play this year. And from um, all indications of school that didn't want to play this year. And this seems like a punishment towards the school that did want to play. I do see yours, though, too, that like I could see it partially also that they're thinking, you know, if we don't play Ohio State and we beat Indiana later in the oh, year, right, yeah. you know, we could be the second place team. Or what if Indiana beats Ohio State and we beat Indiana and now we'll have and that, three that, one loss teams. And, and that could look good for Loxley, though, that, you know, his team that you know, they made it to that the second place game even. So, yeah, there, I mean, I, I think there's something more to it. And I don't know how everything goes because their loss is in the West, right? It is. Yeah. So, so if they would beat indiana and indiana would somehow you know pull the miracle off and beat us i mean does, don't even speak that into existence <laughs> but i mean would they get the championship game because they're undefeated well on their side on our side no because the big Ten's never been about we always take the big it's Ten, never been about your side it always takes your just record within conference yeah that's what i thought but i mean but there's a lot of weird tiebreakers, so I don't well, know. The, the main tiebreaker is 
your cross-divisional opponents what their record is. Okay. So Nebraska, who I love those people, but them in Illinois, that's not boating well for us. Yeah. Even though Minnesota is, you know, dog poop over on that side too that Maryland beat. So yeah. I don't know who their other one was. The, the team they lost to wasn't a Northwestern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Northwestern. Yeah, in which they're undefeated. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um so I mean I, I mean my biggest point is this that if you're not going to follow the procedures to get the game canceled, then, you know, I mean, the highest that should count as a win for Ohio State. I just don't understand. You came back with the strictest protocols to be able to play football and you're not even going to follow those. You're just going to say we're canceling. Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. they should be hit with a forfeit. And then just to kind of mention. So after this, the Big Ten has now changed their policy. So if we get now to if, if the Ohio State does have another cancellation somewhere and it's not because of us canceling it that we had to be really hoping that somebody else cancels. Right. Because we can make up the game. We can make up the game then. Um, so which I'm good with that. I don't know why that wasn't thought of to begin with. Yeah. Me. That's exactly. I mean, I still don't know why. And I, I get the whole, you don't know what the protocols are in their conference. I still don't know why you can't go schedule an out of conference game though. If yours got canceled. I mean, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I mean, that's just too obvious on, you know, think of it's the common sense thing. But I mean, this whole thing hasn't been anything of common sense with the Big Ten. How <laughs> this, so, uh, it hasn't been common sense with anybody. I yeah. mean, it's just been it's been one, you know, crapshoot after the next with this whole COVID-19 season. So, yeah. So kind of like how 2020 has been. That's yeah, been, it's, been, it's been that year. Uh, and it's just nothing ceases to amaze me right now what this year's been like. So, um, so I mean, that's kind of, I mean, we're not going to really stick here a lot on Maryland. I mean, we should have played them. I think we would have beat them pretty easily. I, I, th- mean, I think so too, but it would have been a good test for us. They would have actually, you know, they would have tried to throw on us. So yeah. I think they would have tried to throw early and it would have actually shown us kind of what we were at as far as that secondary that we've had questions about. So now me, my last statement about Rutgers was I was pissed off about all those trick plays. Now I'm like double pissed off about all those trick plays because we didn't. The only thing we really got to work on the last two weeks in the actual live game situation was, you know, being disciplined to our assignments, which I guess that's a big deal if people are going to start throwing trick plays on us. But um, I would have liked the practice against, you know, and we'll we'll, because we're going to do our Indiana show later in the week. So we'll talk about that. We'll, We'll talk about this part more later. But I think. It'll be interesting to see when we actually, you know, later in the week when we discuss it, how much the bye week now helps Ohio State. Yeah, they get another, you know, Indiana hasn't seen Ohio State in how many weeks. um, And now we've got another game of film on them. So, yeah, I mean, and they're playing bad teams. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, we'll finish the show on some of the Big Ten because we have a lot of thoughts right now with the Big Ten, but kind of the start talking about i mean and a lot of this can change right now i mean it's still there's still games to be played but i mean we do have kind of a some crazy playoff possible playoff scenarios are starting to set up with college football like if you think about it so notre dame last week beat clemson yeah number one team they you know they beat them without trevor lawrence so i mean what if you know so now you've got to start thinking about a couple things so what happens if Clemson beats them around the next time around, but it's a good game. They have Trevor and Lawrence this time. They and both, Notre Dame wins out. They're both in. They both have one loss at that point. And, um, you know, if I, I know you were mentioning to a little bit of 
on you know on the on, on our Twitter feed about you know what happens if if Clemson loses a close game the next time around does then they get in with two losses which you know I think they would be on the outside looking in but if a couple teams start dropping you know they'd probably be the first team right. the two loss teams to come in back in which with that I mean I think because. Cincinnati and BYU aren't getting any love. No. And I, and I don't think it doesn't matter if one or both are undefeated. I don't think either one of them is getting into the playoffs. And I'm starting to think that, too, because we'll get into the SEC here in a minute. We're starting to get a really interesting scenario in the mm-hmm. SEC forming. So here's what I think is if it comes down to we're putting the top four teams in the playoffs, they're going to say with Trevor Lawrence, regardless if they lose that second time to Notre Dame, they're going to be a top four team. My problem would be that they would have two losses. Yeah. My problem would be that they have two losses to a team that's in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't, you don't, I don't think you deserve to get a third crack at a team that's beaten you twice already. Yeah. And I kind of, I don't think, I think if they lose another game, I, I think they're out. Um, just and, because, and they very well could be because we haven't had the two loss team in the playoffs yet either. So maybe I'm just thinking, maybe I'm giving them too much credit here. Yeah. It's just, but I do think with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I, but I do think that's going to be a good game. I don't think, I mean, I've watched a lot of Notre Dame now. Notre Dame is starting to impress me just yeah. because they don't, I mean, they, they, they run the ball. To, they're they're They have a good defensive team and they run the ball and, you know, and I've watched a lot of Clemson this year and I'm not sure with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I, I don't know what, because we were watching, you know, the Rutgers game, of course, had to be on at the same time. So I don't know what DJ was doing early in that game. But with Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. Clemson beats him the first time around because that guy threw for over 400 yards. Like yeah. he wasn't having a bad game. So yeah. I don't I mean, I've seen Clemson has some real deficiencies on defense. Yeah. And, you know, the injuries, you know, it depends if some I mean, some of these guys, I mean, a couple of them are out for the well, year. Yeah. And that that that's a big deal, too, because there was actually they had a lot of guys that had to miss that last game. Yeah. So, so that could that could be a big deal that having like Skalski and some of their other defenders back. Yeah. I'm now if Notre Dame gets blown out, does does them early in the season beating Trevor with Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, does that get them? one lost team that gets blown out by Clemson. Does that give them any love to get in? I, I mean, I think at that point it all depends what's how the rest of the country plays out going out with what's going on in the SEC. Yeah. Now with the SEC. So you got Alabama undefeated and you have both A&M and Florida with losses. A&M beat Florida, correct? Correct. And Alabama's beat A&M. So what happens if, and I'm actually, getting more and more impressed with Florida every week because I like Kyle Trask. Looks I good. like Trask. And Kyle Pitts is going to be back sooner yeah. than later. And Trevon Grimes is finally looking like he's putting it all together. And I've had some question marks about Alabama's back end, uh, back part of their secondary. I mean, Alabama, in my opinion right now, and I know Ohio state's only played three games. I, I believe Alabama is the most complete team in the country yeah. from what I've seen so far. And I've watched a lot of them. Um, but, you know, they've also played several more weeks in Ohio State. It'll be interesting to see where I think Ohio State is towards the end of this season. I mean, it definitely seems like they've 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 taken a couple steps from that Ole Miss game. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, what if um, that game ends up being a shootout? And, you know, when shootouts, anything can happen. What if Florida beats them in that game? And now and a&M wins out and you have three one loss SEC teams and you, <laughs> you got to go Florida, Alabama, right? If it's close, you would 
thinking that's where I would go, but that's where now you got to start thinking about some of this other stuff. That's in a scenario like that, you would think a two loss Clemson team ain't getting into the playoff. Because the only thing I think would be comparable to that would be when Auburn loses to Georgia the year that Alabama gets in over us as the fourth seed. But Auburn's the team that beats Alabama, correct? Yeah. That's Alabama's one loss that year. And Auburn, Auburn. They didn't get in. So I I think you would have to go Alabama and Florida because of the records and that they were both in the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that would be Ohio State, assuming that, you know, they went out. The the two of those teams assuming that Florida wins that game and then the winner of Notre Dame Clemson. Yeah. That, that would be what I would think you're going to get. That's what I would be leaning to. Um, You know, last week I was kind of thinking, you know, could we get the, could the two teams be actually from the ACC because, you know, when Notre Dame beat Clemson, now that opens that door. But now I'm, Starting to think that, you know, I mean, Florida and Alabama, that if both those are a close game, and that's where I think Ohio State's definitely getting in with an undefeated season, but Ohio State really can't trip up now because no, you can't trip up. The you, Big Ten looks like garbage. No, the Big Ten looks like historically like ACC bad this year. Like yeah. they are, yeah, they're, they're, they're real bad. Big Ten's no good. I still think even if you lose another, like not lose, like if you don't get to play another game, hopefully that doesn't happen. I still think they're okay. As long as they're still in line to play in that big 10 championship game. So I don't think, you know, the Maryland game is going to cost them anything. Yeah. And it looks like you can't, you can't lose a game. And it looks like right now, I mean, you're either going to be playing Northwestern or Wisconsin. So, you know, that should give them a boost of everything holds. I mean, I think if Wisconsin wins this weekend, then they'll probably win out. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, they're all look at their competition. They've played. They're always good to drop one. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, but the teams that they usually drop one to, they've they they're either beat. Not, they're either beat or they didn't. They're, <laughs> they're not going to play them this year. Yeah, so who's the other team in the East that they're playing? Do you know? Hmm. Do they play Penn State? I don't. They're not going to lose if they do. (laughs) I mean, I I thought Penn State has a big West game later in the season, but um, I could be wrong on that one. Yeah, I I honestly don't know. We'll look that up later. But so I don't I don't think the Maryland game is going to really cost us anything. I think we will have a good win in the Big Ten title game. I don't think it even matters as long as we go undefeated, though. I agree. Now, what the Buckeyes do need to do if they go undefeated and they make the playoffs, they have to prove that they belong there because I mean, and that could be, you know, like last year, a close loss, a win, because I mean, you end up sitting with, you know, two one loss ACC teams and three one loss SEC teams. I mean, you better that played more games than you did. I mean, that's going to be like so. Oregon and USC, they got to start. They got to start thrashing teams. Yeah. Right? And it's just now at this point where the season's setting up there, there has to be a lot of dominoes falling in my opinion. I don't think they, or I don't think any pac 12 team can make it anymore. I thought earlier in the year, possibly an undefeated, especially how the, some of the season kind of started off. I'm like, you know, if Oregon goes undefeated, they could make the playoffs, but now I'm starting to think that I don't think they're going to have enough data points to do it because I mean, I just, 
I think we're going to have two one loss SEC teams at minimum, and we're going to have, you know, probably two one loss ACC teams, and then you're going to have an undefeated at Ohio State. What if USC and Oregon are both undefeated though going into the championship game? And and like I said, Oregon started beating some teams up. I mean, that could matter. I mean, I'm not going to say it can't. I mean, anything can happen. I just or vice versa. USC they start playing better. Yeah, because I'm telling you, they're two and zero, but they've like they the, don't look the like football that. gods have uh, hand gifted them to win so far. And, and that's the thing with USC. If they keep what they're doing up, I think the committee will just have an excuse that well, they haven't controlled enough of their games to be in. I mean, they really haven't though. I mean, they should be. I mean, they could be just as easily zero and two as they are two. Right. They don't. I mean, they don't look like they don't pass the eye test right now. No. Yeah. Um, I'm st- I'm going to stick with that. I don't even if even if they're both undefeated and one of them wins, I, I just don't think they're going to have enough data points. I think, you know, there's there's always been a West Coast bias because, you know, just there's not enough eyeballs in the East that watches the West Coast teams to begin yeah. with. Um, and so you just have to be really, really, really impressive, I think, out of those teams. And they're just I don't think they're going to have enough games to do it. Um, and I still because I think they'll they'll just. I think the the national feelings towards Ohio State, I think an undefeated Ohio State, I, I think it's if it comes down to an undefeated Ohio State and an undefeated Pac-12 team, it's Ohio State that's going to get. I think that's where the, you know, the fight could be to get yeah. into the playoff. And I think the Big Ten wins that one because I think there's just more love towards Ohio State. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ohio State, like there has to be a point when it comes to the playoffs. And that's why, like when we talk about like the Cincinnati's and the BYU's, Ohio State might play a garbage schedule, but we know what their recruiting classes are. We know what they've done in the past, and they just and they know what the ratings are when Ohio State's in the playoffs. Right, they have that capital to get the benefit of the doubt that they're going to put them in the playoffs. So. And people can argue that that stuff shouldn't matter. It, it matters. It probably shouldn't matter, but it does. It matter. matters. So I mean, that's I, I've always said that you know when Ohio State won fifty nine to nothing, that that was that was the sexy pick at that point. Oh yeah, that, you know why would I put Baylor and TCU in when when I could put Ohio State in? I'm sure. I'm sure to know that you're going to get Urban Meyer versus Nick Saban, Ohio State versus Alabama in that first round. I'm sure that that. Yeah. Chairman of that committee was praying for Ohio State to thrash yeah. Wisconsin yeah. that yeah. night. Yeah, <laughs> that was like that was a prayer answered when it was fifty nine nothing. And I know everyone thinks that they want to keep us out as much as they can. Mm, yeah, I mean we've we've had some some reasons why Ohio State has not been in the playoffs. Yeah, so I know a lot of people want to overlook that. I mean, I mean Ohio State's done Ohio State's done it more to themselves than uh, you right. know we've been screwed over. So I mean, you you lost by thirty one. To Iowa, you lost by twenty eight or twenty nine to Purdue the following year. So, and you got your butt handed to you in sixteen, and you know, and that was after Michigan State got their butt handed to them in fifteen. Right. So, and that was just the Big Ten was looked down on. So, I mean, I I, I know people like people get real scared. They think the committee wants to screw Ohio State any chance that they can. Trust me, they don't. It's they mm-hmm. want the ratings, but if Ohio State, you know, if if you're losing games by thirty points, then you might not get in. I mean, and yeah. I don't, I don't think Ohio state can afford to lose any game this year. No, they can't. The big- I, I thought they could at first. I think I even said that, that Ohio state could lose a game in this eight game schedule. As long as they win that big 10 title, they're fine. Yeah. Not without the big tens played. They cannot afford to lose a game. And they definitely, they won't. The big 10 has screwed them over with the way the other teams are playing in the conference. And now with you losing a game, there's, you know, already, yeah. you know, off the schedule. 
I mean, Ohio State, you know, they have to win out. They have to go beat. I mean, they have to beat Indiana this week. Right, but you don't have to beat them by more than one. No, No, I would agree with that. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting. I think this is going to be because Ohio State, it's usually like there's really only five teams that honestly have a shot to be in the playoffs. And, you know, Ohio State, we all know Ohio State's been on the outside more times than we would like. But I think this year we're going to. That's it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But I mean, that's if all if everything holds pat, that's true. If everything, you know, A&M, I'm not I said A&M, I believe, is one of the most overrated teams year in, year out. So I'm not jumping on any bandwagons or predicting them to not lose a game the rest of the season. Do they still have to play Auburn? I was thinking that while we're talking, I think they do. Yeah, I don't think they've played Auburn yet. Have they played LSU? I don't know if that was a. If, I thought they normally play LSU towards the end of the year. I mean, I but is, are the schedules the same this year? I don't know. So I'm not sure yet, but I mean, LSU, I mean. Who knows if they can even play? Yeah. And they've looked like crap, too. So, yeah, I went from national champion to, you know, we're not even going to play half our games. Yeah. Um. All right. So we'll let's talk now a little bit about just our kind of our thoughts about the big 10. Um, just quick, kind of just quick rapid reactions on Indiana itself. Cause we're going to talk more about Indiana later in the week. I mean, I'm personally truly impressed with Indiana. What I've seen so far, I know that they've played crap teams, but I've always been a, uh, Alan, I've always been a big fan of his yeah. because I, I think he really has brought a lot of toughness to Indiana. They've actually started getting some good players. I mean, Penix, you know, he they got a lot of guys from Florida. Yeah. I mean, he was, a uh, you know, Ohio state recruited him and, mm-hmm. you know, so I think this is, it's weird that this is the week that this is going to be, you know, you going into the season, you kind of thought, well, if they beat Penn state, you know, that's, that's probably the game right. to go to the playoffs. You're going to sail the rest the, of the way go to the big 10 championship. Well, at least they're going to sail to Michigan and then, yeah. and then <laughs> it's going to be Indiana. And that's just kind of a crazy thought. Yeah. So here are my thoughts on Indiana. I agree with you that I've been impressed with them. Tom Allen is a great coach. His players love playing for him. I love their scheme. Like he, they come at you every which way they have a good run game. They got a balanced pass game with it. And although he might not have all the talent on defense, his guys are sound. They played, you know, really hard for him. And I, I mean, I, I was watching that game yesterday. They killed Michigan State and Michigan yeah. State's no good, yeah. but you know, the blitzes they were dialing up on them, Michigan State had no answer for them. And since he, and since you know, and that's kind of given Ohio State fits like different times over the years, they threw a lot of exotic different blitzes yeah. at people. The and- guy's like, I mean, that guy, honestly, I think he loves that job. He, so I don't know if they could take him away, but I mean, hell, I, we'll talk about more of, you know, people getting moved out, but one of those big programs, they should look at that guy because not only does he get kids to buy in for him, they love him. He calls a hell of a game plan too. Yeah. So yeah, they really do impress me. I just don't think that they have the pieces. He's a better defensive play caller than uh, Don Brown is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't think you can even question that if they had the comparable talent to Michigan, he would have beat Michigan every year. Yeah. I don't think there's, there's no doubt about that in my mind. Um, so, like I said, we'll get more into it um, later in the week on that stuff. Um, but I think we're both fairly impressed so far. Mm-hmm. What we've seen them, they're It'll good. Be interesting to see what they now. They're this the best team on their. I mean, and honestly, it's the best team both of these teams have played so far. Oh yeah, by looking. far. But uh, 
this is definitely the best team. I mean, Indiana, the way Michigan and Penn State are looking, they can't just hang uh, that we beat Penn State and Michigan. So, I mean, this is this is a whole different animal for them. I mean, I know it's 2020, so maybe I shouldn't get too like shouldn't speak any of this into existence. But could you imagine if you're Indiana or you're Tom Allen, you can go and say, I beat knock on one <laughs> Penn State, I beat Michigan, I beat Michigan State, and I beat Ohio State in the same year. God, could you imagine that? I, if that happens, I don't know. I hope God we're seeing January 1st this year. Being like, yeah, I know. That might, be the, that might be the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't happen. I don't think it will, but um, no, I mean, I've, I've been very impressed with them, though. And like I said, they don't have the best the best players, but they got a ton of heart. They yeah. and they they call a great game and they pull, they be, execute very well. It'd be interesting to see if uh, a, f- a program, whether it's in this conference or another conference, somebody legit could pull him away from Indiana because they're going to try. He can, he gets his players to play for him. And can you imagine if he could get a better job to where he could recruit to do you have? Uh, so let's not even say that. Let's say he loses two games. So if he goes 500 though, the rest of this stretch or cause you'll get that ninth week. So you go a game over 500 the rest of the stretch and he ends up, what would that be? Seven and two. Yeah. And he beats. Do you not? Someone's, I mean, do you think that these other programs aren't going to call him? My, He's getting phone calls at the end of this year. I would. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably do it within this conference. I mean, there's a couple oh, yeah, schools yeah. that probably Absolutely. should be changing. There's a couple schools that they should have made some better calls already with people namely a coach that's at uh Rutgers right now he probably should have got some looks from some of these other eastern schools but yeah um so talking about the west real quick before we get into um our rival and our wannabe rival is uh talk about the the crap that they're throwing out there um so northwestern whiskey it's weird that you know the the game the winner of the of both uh, sides probably the that's almost like you're gonna know who the big 10 championship game is going to be probably after this week and darn good chance i mean you don't got a lot of games to get past that tiebreaker you know so we got northwestern wisconsin um god pat fitzgerald i mean that's now that's a coach that has just unbelievably impressed me over the years and if if it wasn't for his love of northwestern i could just imagine he'd go to the packers though right I mean, I think he would. That would be like the only job I think he would take. I mean, I know he was rumored before. Um, I could see him taking the Bears job. I could see him going to one of those. But it would have to be like an NFC North. It would be. In He's one not of, going anywhere else in college. I don't think so. He'll st- he'll stay there. I mean, think about it. The guy probably makes anywhere from, you know, like four to six million dollars a year. Yeah. So with, with as many years as he's been there. And, you know, I mean, even the smaller programs in the Big Ten, I mean, they Still pay their coaches. He's at his alma mater. He beats good teams more times than not. I mean, he'll have the, you know, occasional terrible season, but then he bounces right back. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that guy, like, he, yeah, like you said, he always has impressed me. He does a hell of a job coaching. And then they're playing Wisconsin. And I mean, I mean, I mean, I know that they played Michigan. You would think that that was a better uh, testing uh, thing, but they, yeah. no, it's, I mean, this is going to be a good test for both of these teams. So, I mean, they both can throw now too. I think, um, and we'll get into our predictions on the later episode. I mean, I think right now, early, kind of leaning. Uh, I'm leaning Northwestern. I think. Um, 
I think so too. I think that I mean, I, just, I like them right now. I think, I think that's who the Buckeyes are going to be playing come here, you know, yeah. at the end of the year. I like both of the. I mean, I like both the teams. I could see either one winning. I mean, I've watched, I haven't really watched much of Northwestern play this year. So I've watched a lot of the Wisconsin two games that they've played. Yeah, I've watched. They look good. I've but actually watched the whole games. So, but I, well, I watched the majority. Uh, I think I stopped watching in the third quarter against um, Illinois. Yeah, but that was. A, I watched all of the other night game. I mean, I flipped it back and forth. I was watching a little bit of the Oregon game, too. But I mean, it's just they're bad defenses that they've beat up on. But, you yeah. I. We'll talk more later in the week. I got to look into it more. Yeah, well. We'll finish the show on our rivals. So we're going to start with our wannabe rivals. What is going on in Happy Valley right now? How the hell? And I don't want to hear that Micah Parsons opted out. And I don't want to hear about. No, you were supposed to be way too deep. They lost two running backs. You're supposed to be way too deep everywhere. That this was the deepest that they've ever been. Like, how the hell is that happening right now? So one, they were overrated. Their depth chart was overrated vastly. Um. You got the wrong guy starting starting at quarterback. I mean, it's anytime the backup comes in, he does better than Clifford. So yeah. you got the wrong guy in at quarterback. And let's face it. I mean, you shouldn't have lost to Indiana. You got to, you know, and Ohio State was the kill shot. So yeah. they're they're defeated. I mean, I believe they'll win a game by the end of the year because well, you still got Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still got Rutgers and Michigan State too, but I don't know. But but maybe not. I mean, can they beat Rutgers? That's an honest question. Yes, they're better than Rutgers, but Maryland stomped them. Yeah, Nebraska stomped them until you know the backup quarterback came in. So I don't I don't know. Is there any fight or heart left on that team? The point is they shouldn't be trying to keep pace with Rutgers. I mean, what the- no, you should be. They should absolutely be able to bury these teams. You lose to Ohio State and then you're just thinking you're praying to God. Somebody trips up Ohio State, possibly two people like, right. You know, cons- we need teams to beat Ohio State. You still, so got, we, you we still can- got something to play for. And, you know, and they were one of those outs. I mean, I think I predicted them. It was between. Yeah, I did. It was between them and Oregon. When the season was getting ready to start, I and I went with Oregon as my last Final Four team, but I thought Penn State was going to be right there with a one loss. I'm like, they're going to lose that one game to Ohio State week two, yeah, and they're going to win out. And I'm like, and you're just going to be, you know, they might be able to push themselves in the playoffs. And that, I mean, this is embarrassing how bad they look. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what that guy's future is at Penn State. I mean, if he wins out. He's still there. He's one lucky field goal block from not being there anymore. I mean, let's face it. I mean, he's been. No, that's facts. And. And what's he done? The but. But they should. And he should have beat Ohio State two other times. And right. And he he crapped the bed. It was that's both of those games were on his play calling. Like it's like and you think about it. I mean, he he's one and two against Ohio State, but he should be two and one against Ohio State. And the one he wins, he should have lost. And right. And he should have won the other two. Yeah, I I mean, I completely agree with that. It's just, but I don't know. I mean, I don't think he hasn't had Penn State trending in the wrong direction. And I think we kind of got this thing that we thought, you know, when Paternal left, same time Trestle left, that the team, you know, that they were going to be on hard times. It was going to be so hard to build them back up. Penn State 
kind of does what they do now. Like they're upper, upper middle of the pack. I mean, they're not tear, you know, they're better than bad. Um, they're, you know, they're good. And then they'll have a great year, not championship caliber year, but they'll have a great year. And then they, you'll mix in a bad year there and then they'll bounce right back and they'll go through the cycle again. I mean, Paterno's was doing that, you know, from the nineties. So it wasn't like that Penn state was just the same as Ohio state has been since the start of the two thousands. And they've been on the same trajectory because they haven't, but I don't know, man. I I'd get rid of James Franklin. I think if he doesn't win out, I think he has to go. Cause like you said, I mean, he's a blocked field goal. Like he would have lost that job already. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was on the hot seat. A lot of people said he was on the hot seat that year. And, and that's if Ohio State beats him, that gets a, him a third loss that year. I don't know. If they probably give up that year too. Yeah. <laughs> that changed everything for them. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think they got to move on from him? I mean, I was going to say no, but I'm just after this last week. It's like, man, he's, that Maryland loss of two weeks ago, that was just like, they kicked their crap out of them. And I'm just like, how the hell can that be possible? And is, okay. I is, think is Penn state immediately, immediately better with Luke fickle, Tom Allen, Jeff Halfley, whomever on the sideline. Yes, I agree. I don't think he's that good of a coach. I mean, the guy has shown time and time out that he does not know how to call a game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, can you can you think about any of those three guys you literally just mentioned? Can you think of any with them with possibly Penn State's talent? I mean, that that would be a legitimate force to be reckoned with for. And us. I know I I think Shiano. I mean, there's just too much baggage with Penn State. You can't. Yeah, I don't. I think Shiano would be. I mean, he's not. He's not a. I mean, he'd have to do something impressive at Rutgers for him to really get a. I'm already impressed with him at Rutgers. Yeah, but he. I mean. He, what he did the first time around with Rutgers, they were in the big East. He's not going to do no, that. And I, and I don't think he will, but I mean, weren't you like just the whole, we're not giving up against Ohio state. Like, Oh, I mean, definitely. And guys are going to love that. He's going to get better players to go. Oh yeah. And he'll, he's actually, he'll, he'll get a couple guys out in New Jersey with that Penn state and Ohio state and Michigan tend to get, he'll yeah. get one. He'll get a couple of those kids. So, um, I think Franklin's job is going to be determined in two weeks. Yeah. If he can beat, if he loses to Michigan, which how bad we've Michigan's looked, I mean, and they might have a win, but they have actually looked worse than Penn state, you know? And mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, and, and they've both looked terrible. So yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that statement, but I just think they're, you immediately can get better. Yeah. Um, now, on I think our rivals could get immediately better too. Now, I don't think. I think actually think there's a much better chance that Franklin's fired this year than Harbaugh's. Yeah. I mean, unless Harbaugh gets somehow get an NFL job, I don't know what NFL team's going to want him right now. Um, no. But I mean, you want to talk about just how? I mean, what the hell is going on up there now? I mean, I mean, there are high top of the world with minnesota and now minnesota's just look like crap so minnesota sucks and then michigan state i mean michigan Michigan state State sucks and that was you know an okay game and you know michigan Michigan state State was beating them pretty easily until the very end and then yeah it's just like and indiana 
stomped them and Wisconsin stomped them. I mean, what Wisconsin outran them by 300 yards. Yeah. It was 341 to 47. No, I mean, I don't know. How, how do you get 47 rushing yards from a Big Ten East school? Michigan. How does Michigan end a game with 47 rushing yards? I don't know. I, I mean, I've been befuddled with the, their lack of running game for years now. Um, and that was his thing, too. They, and that's I don't get that. They showed, you know, they've had like skill. They So they had that skill players drafted thing. They took the same period. So they took from 08 to now. And they took, I think, they 93 to whenever. Like, it was the same time frame. Yeah. But, you know, so it's basically it was Moeller and Lloyd Carr. Right. Compared to, you know. The clowns after. <laughs> And um, the circus that I mean, they had, become a, I think they, what did they say? They had 28 skill players drafted and they've only had 10. And then it was like 26 or 27, like all American to 11 and to 11. Yeah. Like, that's like, how, I mean, WTF. I mean, like, right. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just, and I said the full phrase the other night when they showed those graphics. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, there's, we've talked about this in the past ones. There's no easy answer for this, but man, that team, have you seen, like, I don't know if I've ever seen, I've seen Ohio state lose to Purdue by 28 points and Iowa by 31 and Clemson. They didn't even score a point on. And I don't think I saw Ohio state kids pack it in, in those games like that. No. Look that dejected. I mean, that was one of the saddest efforts I think I've ever seen from a school. And this is like the, you know, you, you have the biggest stadium in the country. You're the all time wins leader. Like you're supposed to be, you, you all claim you are the top brand in college football, top brands in college football. Don't play like that. No, no that no. was embarrassing. Yeah. Extremely you, embarrassing. You know, like, is it Rocky four? When Apollo's getting killed and um, Apollo's corner man throw the damn towel. Yeah. I wanted someone to throw the damn towel last night. Yeah. That's, that was, that was just humiliating. Yeah. No, they are. I don't know what's, I mean, there's some, I mean, I hope they keep Harbaugh. I mean, I was joking the other last night on Twitter. I'm just like, I hope they keep this guy forever, you know, resign him and Don Brown. Like, cause you know, Here's what I saw from Michigan. I mean, and I, I, you know, your backup quarterback, he throws ducks. I mean, he threw a couple floaters that, I mean, they got lucky that, you know, got caught. That everyone was jumping on the Cade McNamara train. And I'm like, what is this? This guy hasn't done anything special. Like, again, if he was that good, he'd be playing by now. Um, So, you know, Milton looks awful. Um, yeah, Joe Bill, <laughs> he's the worst quarterback he's had there. And yeah. he had John O'Corn as his starting quarterback <laughs> at one time. Yeah. Um, well, I had said, you know, Joe Milton, he does have a rocket for an arm. Oh yeah. He, he has a hell of an arm. I mean, he's, he's not, that guy throws it. one of the worst deep balls ever though. And I, I said the, the Lord plays sad tricks on us. Cause why would you give someone that arm? But they don't know how to throw the ball deep. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's something he'll learn, but I don't know that guy. Now with the, who's teaching him right now. No, he, he just doesn't look good. Um, so you're you're you have no running game. You haven't had a running game for a decade. Um, you're it's also, just gotten worse. And you're, you're supposed to have a power running coach. 
your or power, you know, power, your offensive week. You, one of your off what was considered your offensive weakness coming into the season was your offensive line. And they're looking at, um, and you have a bunch of small guys. I mean, Ronnie Bell is your best receiver and nothing against Ronnie Bell. I mean, I like Ronnie Bell, but he's your third. He should be your third receiver. I mean, he's that slack guy that when you had uh, Donovan Peoples Jones and Nico Collins on the outside that, uh, you know, and Tariq Black. And Tariq Black. Ronnie Bell can make a lot of nightmares for teams because he's a mismatch. He's a mismatch. But he's not against the top cornerback. Yeah. I mean, and then on defense, I mean, you know, Don Brown, I mean, the one advantage that guy has had is at least he's had some good seasons and then Ohio State's annihilated him. But, you know, now he's just getting annihilated. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they haven't played Ohio State yet. Right. I mean, they get no pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. So, I mean, what? They got their first sack in like eight quarters or something? Yeah, it was five halves. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was that's you know, terrible since the Minnesota game, yeah. right? Yeah. So they two straight games and then the whole first half of last night's game, they didn't have a sack. Yeah. So you're not getting exceptional play from your linebackers or your defensive line, which those were supposed to be your the two best spots on your defense. I mean, no one thought that they were elite to begin with. And your secondary is as bad as what, you know, your nightmares were and Ohio that it was going to be. And not just mentioning Ohio state's running game and like, or I mean, they're running Ohio state's passing game. Like, you know, Ohio state's defense line is starting to really establish itself. So like, I mean, I don't even want to think about for the sake of Michigan, what that game and what they're going to do to that offensive line here in a couple of weeks. That's why. Yeah. If that Cade McNamara, if he has replaced Joe Milton, we've seen this before with Michigan, he's not making it through the season. Joe Milton will be back. Yeah. So yeah, they don't, they don't got the line to keep these guys up. Right. And I, I mean, at least Milton, the one thing he has going for him with that line, he's, he's at least big and strong. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a big dude, but he takes a lot of hits. And like you said, I just, I don't know. Ohio State's they're coming for them still. And they're I don't know what that defensive line, what they're going to be able to do to stop the Buckeyes. I mean, that that game could get ugly real fast. So does does John Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh, does he find they wish it was John Harbaugh? Do they does he finally if the rest of the season goes how we think they're going to go and, you know, he keeps his job because there's rumors that he's going to get an extension at the end of this year. Are they getting rid of, is he going to finally get rid of Don Brown? Yes. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you got, you try to change your offense before. If your defense isn't working, you're going to, you got to fix that too. Now, because that's uh, the one thing about it though, is I don't think he had to panic and do the whole like Gaddis move. And I've never thought that I've never thought he's actually handed the reins over to Gaddis either, but if what you like to do, if you like having a fullback in there, no matter how, you know, archaic it is, run a fullback. Don't throw yeah. out a game plan that you you got you can't call, you can't execute, and your team just looks terrible with it. Yeah, because they're uh, he's tr- they're trending way in the wrong direction. Yeah, he doesn't know how to recruit the kids that he needs. They they looked so unathletic on defense the other night, like. I mean, Wisconsin was running by him like it was nothing. They look slow and small. And at least if you're going to be small, at least be fast. I mean, they look like Rich Rod's defenses there. They do. That's exactly what they look like. They look like high schoolers playing in the Big Ten. Like, that is like, what the hell is going on? So they might, I mean, they might still be in trouble against Penn State. Penn State might thrash them too. Yeah. God, wouldn't that be something? 
Um, I don't know how they're going to stop Clifford from running. I mean, that's pretty much all he shows that, you know, he's. That's all he can do. And that's what the other quarterback can do also. <clears throat> yeah. So, so I don't know. There's, not, there's a lot of issues right now in Happy Valley, Valley and Ann Arbor. But, so and I think the only way you solve them is you got to move on from those guys. And I cannot believe they're talking about a contract extension for Jim Harbaugh. But if they do, I think you got to one, you got to get rid of Don Brown because something's not working. He's not getting the guys that can compete the defense that you need. And I think you again have to reevaluate excuse me, reevaluate your offense and maybe go back to more of the pro style that you were running before. Yeah, maybe. Because they don't look good. I mean, honestly, the team that they got beat last night with, you probably should look at their blueprint. I mean, like, all right, if I get a maybe a better quarterback, you know, try to get along those lines. And but that that was his blueprint. That was his game up he, until 18. And, and then they freaked out and they just but they've never had a quarterback and they still don't have a quarterback. They don't, but Wisconsin actually a running back, so they've they've still not have recruited a running back. No, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like how Michigan can't get a running back is just beyond me. At least give the guys you have the ball, though. Yeah. What they have four rushes in between them. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. It was. Um yeah. all right. So I think we'll I think we'll move on for tonight. That was uh yeah, well, I mean kind of sucks that we don't get to talk about Ohio state thrash in Maryland, but you know, that's yeah, it would, I mean, it would have happened. I think honestly, I think Maryland would have got over 20 points in the game, but I think we probably were looking at something like 40 to 10 in the third quarter. So I think, I think you would have got two garbage time touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so as long as nothing, uh, hopefully no COVID issues pop up this week so we can play Indiana, um, but we'll talk about that later in the week. So uh, we'll start wrapping this up. Just wanted to remind everybody to please subscribe to us across the, our entire network, um, YouTube, subscribe and uh, hit the all notifications and like and comment on our videos. Um, your, uh, your podcast network of your choice, um, you know, subscribe to us, to the show. And um, remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and follow us on Instagram. So um, yeah, like, follow, share. Yep. And keep the love rolling for us. Um, so uh, we're going to call it a night. Um, so. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming out tonight to the Buckeye Bar. I'm John. And I'm Mike. O-H. I-O. Oh.